guys, and welcome to the Unsolicited Podcast. I'm Katie, and today I am joined by Lisa as we chat about red flags. All of us have red flags in our dating history. Either we've avoided them, or for some reason, we've continued to get involved with them. Listen in as Lisa and I chat about a few red flags in our dating history. Also, if you have a moment, check in with iTunes, leave us a rating and review, as well as hit that subscribe button. Anyways, here's my chat with Lisa. Please enjoy. Let me know what you think. Email us at info.unsolicitedpodcast at gmail.com with your dating stories on red flags or any other topic that we've covered here. I'll chat to you soon. That's really just it. We're just two friends that are chatting about dating and happen to have mics in front of our faces. That's it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Oh. Uh, you're just like giving a blowjob to your mic. <laughs> Typical. If you can't see it, it didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> true. No pictures. <laughs> you can't hear it. It didn't happen. Yeah. But yeah, just you just need to talk into your mic and and be vocal. I'm gonna talk all around my mic. How do you like that? Gosh. <laughs> Oh my goodness. You cannot put this kind of shape in front of my mouth and expect me not to crack <laughs> jokes, Katie. Oh my goodness. Okay, this is going to be really fun. Oh, and that's another thing. Don't say names. So when we're talking about guys, don't say their name. Don't worry. They we all have nicknames. <laughs> they Not one that's person right, in my history has that's, a real name. That's right. That's hilarious because I actually remember that when we first met. That's what you were telling me. Yeah. You're like, what was your... You were talking to me about the guy from Victoria. And then you're like, oh, was this like guy who's been in a seven year relationship? Or is this the bigger guy that was sitting at the bar the other night? Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. So you had, n there was no names. Yeah. I don't remember people's names. It's, <laughs> yeah. Place, town, what you look like, what you did, maybe what the food that you left on your plate and wouldn't clean <laughs> <Yes>. up. <laughs> oh, I love it. So today on the Unsolicited Podcast, Lisa and I are chatting about red flags in dating relationships or pre-dating relationships, whatever, and just about what you should do, what we have done, what we wish we did, <laughs> and different experiences we've had with, with red flags. Um, Lisa is a server friend of mine, and she also does my nails, which I just had my nails done by her. So we're sitting in her little nail room with a glass of wine. And I've just had my nails done and we're just going to chit chat about, about modern dating. Lisa, yeah, we used to serve together and you're a friggin' blast to work <laughs> with. <laughs> we all love working with you. Well, thank you. You just make our work life really fun and you're just a blast. You're encouraging and positive and a hard worker. And oh. yeah, I'm loving this so far. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a bit about yourself. Uh, well, I'm 29, not in my mid-30s yet, <laughs> um, as some people keep guessing. Um, I've Guy got at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the douche. <laughs> Sad, desperate teacher. Um, oh, my goodness. Yes. Good nickname. I love it. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. those things. <laughs> you know, maybe he'll be listening in one day and get some tips on how not to be complete red flags. Oh, my goodness. He is he was, a good example. He was <gasps> filled with red flags. Okay. We will talk about this. Oh, definitely. Oh, my gosh. Um, I do have yet two children, um, mm -hmm. 
two and seven and they keep me on my toes mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah keep you really busy i've definitely had a fun colorful history in dating mm-hmm. um would say that i'm i wouldn't consider myself good at dating <laughs> <laughs> are um, we are any of us though like i i'd like to think now that i'm getting better at spotting the red flags yeah. i think there's a big difference in the way that 19 year old lisa would view true someone enough. and 29 year old lisa because now i can see those big muscles and tattoos and sometimes yeah. those are a straight red flag now. yeah you have said that that is one image that you just <laughs> avoid 100 percent. and i shouldn't say that because i mean not everyone i don't like to judge everyone by their by characteristics but i find the majority of sometimes if you're you know really just into the way you look and stuff a lot of times those kind of men can be quite insecure and they'll pass it on and they're sure. insecure in relationships and right constantly questioning what are you doing who are you talking to yeah did you like my picture did oh my gosh like, why didn't you like my picture i sent it to you this morning but you should have liked it on all my social media fronts yeah and you're just like oh okay. yeah and when that image um, that particular type of guy does present a certain image repeatedly like yeah. it's not that we're judging a book by its cover but we're hesitant to get involved with that book because his cover hasn't been great so far <laughs> yeah usually all the pages in between that cover are usually garbage yeah <laughs> <laughs> filth absolute <laughs> filth <laughs> and not fun smutty filth just no, just, just just garbage garbage <laughs> What is your current relationship status? I am currently in a relationship. Um, It's been the longest going relationship I've had so far. Mm -hmm. Um, Coming on about three years. Not to say that it's been a straight straight line three years. We share my, our youngest together. So he is my baby daddy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of them. (laughs) One of them. Because, you know, you never get it really right on the first time. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's okay because then I realized what I wasn't going to go for for the second one. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Bravo for not going for that again. Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about red flags today, um, which we all have experienced a plethora of red flags and being either stupid enough to tolerate them for too long or, like you said, learned our lesson and kind of turned around and being able to say, no, I'm not going to do that again. Or just start running when you see any oh of those gosh. signs come up again. And you're yes. just like, not dealing with this today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back away. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse your Pontiac Sunfire out of my driveway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, totally. Red flag when they are missing teeth and have no dental. Oh, my goodness. Is this a real one? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> I have dated a man who with a missing front tooth. And and had no dental, no. And I'm not saying. I mean, every there's. It's. I don't have dental right yeah, now. Yeah. No. 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 There's but nothing I mean, wrong with it that. was. It was. Uh, it was a bit alarming. Like, yeah. and a front tooth is a big deal. Like, <laughs> you know. And it's. There's nothing like introducing. You know, your boyfriend to your parents, and he's only he's missing one tooth, and yeah. it's not from you know playing hockey or something it's literally from getting punched out at a bar and you're just like it's okay you know we just won't give them apples for dinner tonight (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh how long did you date him for oh probably four four and a half terrible months oh yeah but he got a tooth oh that's good yeah yeah he his employer gave him a tooth (gasps) because you can't sell cars without a good (gasps) no he was a car salesman without a tooth without a tooth yes so what's his nickname um, four, no oh. forehead wrinkle actually <laughs> forehead, forehead wrinkle, wrinkle kangaroo hat and oh. we can also put him in the category of super tattooed with big muscles oh my goodness really yes so did you date you've dated a lot of these super tattooed big muscle steroid guys <laughs> 
maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay so and that's one of your red flags is that you you tend to run from guys that are I do I do now yeah Yeah. I definitely do and there's a difference between being in good shape and you know and going to the gym Mm -hmm. versus poking yourself with a needle and having back knee like this one particular red flag ruined my sheets with how bad his back knee used to no. bleed and he never bought me replacement sheets <gasps> oh my gosh i love it that you have a fuss about that well, he be- never replaced my sheets well because but i actually, told him that like you know sheets aren't cheap and now there's back like blood stains everywhere because wow. it, yeah because of the cystic acne oh that's so sad well and i mean i'm not i'm not gonna knock complete steroids completely but i for the most part it goes hand in hand with mood swings yes and you know yeah. and then i find a lot of times if you're gonna do something that's illegal to make yourself bigger and stronger because you're coming you have a bit of insecurities in yeah you. 100%. so then you're gonna project that in any relationship that you have so you know when i would go to the gym with him if i was wearing something that was too revealing he'd flip out you can't yeah. wear that to the gym and i'm like i'm sorry that my nipples got hard but i can't just chop off my tits yeah like, <laughs> like couldn't help it didn't know that was gonna and happen like, i can't wear a sweater i'm working out but like just things like that wow. those kind of things like you can't wear that anymore to the gym would you want me to wear a parka like yeah. <laughs> and why do you think you have the right to say that to and me? that was the kind of thing and i that's one another red flag is telling you start telling you what to wear and that makes me mad that you're wearing that yeah and so what did you do at that time when he would say stuff like that i told him i wasn't gonna wear a parker to the gym (laughs) and it's not my fault that my nipples got hard and i can't and i said would you prefer it if i wore a padded bra versus a sports bra because a padded bra is going to cover my nipples but it's going to give me bigger cleavage sure so what do you want here yeah what's what is your ideal situation here yeah, yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. Well, good for you for standing up for yourself. Like, he, yeah, he, there was, oh, he like, was probably had the most red flags out of all of them. Oh my goodness. I just don't know if I would have had, I would now, nowadays I would be like, um, no, like, sorry, but you can't actually tell me how to dress. Like that would be a huge red flag for me now. But it, when I was younger, like how old were you around when you were dating this guy? This would have been probably 27. So I had already dealt with my fair share of a lot of crazies by by then. But I'm sure, you know, back if I was 19, early 20s, I probably would have decided like, okay, well, what do you want me to wear at the gym? Well, you tell like, what do you want me to wear? I want you to be comfortable. I don't want you to be worried about what guys looking at me. That's how I probably would have initially reacted in my early 20s to a guy saying that to me. And the bizarre thing is, is that if we were ever going out and going to the bar, he would want me to dress very productive, like very really? slutty. So it was like there was a time and a place where I was supposed to look that way, but it wasn't at the gym when I was like, yeah. But if we're going to be taking pictures and we're going to be out clubbing, you better look like no wear the way. lower cut shirt and wear the shorter skirt. So, you know, you don't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so interesting that he had like a double standard like that. Yeah. Time right. and a place. Yeah. And when I can have my arm around you is when it is. Because, you know, basically oh. at the gym, I'm not going to be with him the entire time. But if we're at the bar, he's right beside me. So right. it's more of I'm a piece of property and this is mine wow. and this is what she looks like. But if, you know, I'm going to trail off and go yeah. do some triceps and he's not there, he's just like, no, you can't wear that. People are going to stare at you. So complete double standard. Yeah, absolutely. And and just like he wasn't in control of the situation. Yeah. So then he worried about what would happen or what you would do or what guys would do to you. because he wasn't there to control it isn't that interesting i had a similar thing which thank goodness i ran from this red flag which you know this red flag but he was the same way he had told me he didn't want me to go to go to this bar and 
he just said it was dangerous, that there was a lot of drug dealers there, that there was, you know, and he, his text blew up one night when I decided to go to this bar and he blew, like literally blew up my phone. I guess not literally, but (laughs) 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 he TNT did and it blew up. Yeah, it blew up. It It was was Samsung and it just blew up when I was holding it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, he blew up my phone with text messages until 3 a.m. Because I had said I was going to go to this bar. I was with friends. I was sober that night. But I just wanted to have some fun. I wanted to go dancing. I wanted to get out of my routine. And so I had gone to the bar and he found out and he blew up my phone with like, there's so many drug dealers there and there's stuff happening. What if something happens to you? You've got no one to defend you. What are these friends doing? Like, they don't even know you. You're too trusting. Like, if I'm not there, this was something he said repeatedly through the night. If I'm not there, what's going to happen? Like, I can't protect you and my people aren't watching you. I don't know who he was talking about would be watching me, but apparently he had people that would typically be watching me and he just blew up because he wasn't there to help control the situation. And he thought because of that, I would be unsafe and do who knows what. Like, because I'm this, like, innocent woman who has no control over her body or the her decision. The stress who just yeah. can't do anything. Like, oh, no, a drug dealer in a, in a trench coat. Run! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, or just even, like, I can't resist him. Like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, my boyfriend isn't here. I can't resist this new drug dealer. Like, I've got to go to him. <laughs> like, I think that's what he was worried about was, like, if I'm not there, she won't be able to resist these guys or those you know whatever the temptation of another man (laughs) which is like are you gonna be with me for the next 24 7 for the rest of my life like that is that how insecure you are is that you're that concerned that if i'm gonna go out one night that i'm gonna end up leaving you sounds like someone had some abandonment issues and was very concerned about someone leaving him it's true and how scary is that when you get into like thank goodness this guy and i were not committed to each other we weren't in a relationship i had made very firm boundaries that he was a friend and that was all but he still responded in this way as a friend and that's even more alarming yes so imagine if i had been committed to him had gotten into a relationship with him and that had gotten an extended period of time and then he's responding like this like how that control would have just oh evolved oh my god escalated gosh. to where you can't leave the house you yes. can't even go get groceries without you without know, him being there or asking for permission yeah. and that and yeah and or it escalates quickly and good thing he was kind of a little bit so crazy at first because for mm-hmm. most times you don't realize that it's happening mm-hmm. with a control someone who wants to control you it yeah. slowly happens and then they kind of make it feel like, well, I'm doing this for your benefit. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, it's because they love me and they care about me. Mm-hmm. And then you'll look down like, you know, a few months down the road and you're like, what is happening? Like, yeah. this isn't me. But all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I can't do that. I, I can't go out. He's home tonight. So yeah. I can't hang out with my girlfriends and those little things. And it's small manipulating traits yeah. that they do. And you they do it in such a way that you don't notice it yeah. happening. And it's which like is the scary. frog boiling in the water. It just slow. The temperature gets hotter and hotter and hotter until it boils to death and he didn't even realize it yeah yeah and I know a girl who dated this guy after I was friends with him and she had that experience where he turned out to be totally nutso and it turned into like I haven't heard the details of the story but from what I do hear it was like abusive it was horrible absolutely horrible and and that's I saw those red flags because and I was aware of that because my ex-boyfriend had done the exact same thing and I was too involved with my ex-boyfriend when I was dating him to get out fast 
And so when I saw these things like coming up in this guy after I had dated this other guy, I was like, run now, get out of that. These are huge. This is not safe. And I just cut him off. I, the next morning after he blew up my phone like that, I just said to him, I texted him and said, don't talk to me. Don't text me. These are incredibly huge red flags and I don't want to deal with it. I've dealt with this before and I will not put myself in that position again. And that's the only good thing that you can ever get from dating and being in a situation is that for the hopefully for the most part you learn from it and you don't keep repeating it. Yes. And I feel that I repeated it quite a few times in my early 20s where Mm -hmm. I kept kind of going through the same thing Mm -hmm. and I would start noticing it and then I'd be like, oh, no, no, no. It's just different this time. Like he's not like the other guys, but it all boils down to the same thing. When it's let me see your phone and who are you talking to and where are you going? And I don't like the job that you have because you're talking to guys. And it's like, would you like me to become a nun then? And I just don't do anything. And, you know, and then the the money thing. And I gave you money and you should be grateful. And just the control, all the different things, the levels of control that happens. Mm -hmm. And it's really scary. And you do have to go through those lessons sometimes a few times in order to fully recognize them and to be able to walk away very efficiently from them. Because, and that's why, like, I'm from a Christian community. um, I'm from a Christian family. And our family has always taught us to date someone in order to marry that person and I think that's ridiculous I think you need to date around a little bit in order to see these lessons to learn these lessons and to be able to walk away from that behavior and to know that it's not safe sometimes you don't know that it's unsafe by just seeing it in someone else's relationship mm-hmm. you need to know it for yourself and experience it for yourself to realize that that's not something you want and i mean if you never date around and that's the only thing you've ever seen then you're going to think that that's a normal you're yeah. going to think that that's okay yeah and that oh well that's what all men do and i'm supposed to be the obedient wife yes. and i should respect him and listen to him and mm-hmm. not challenge anything he's saying yeah and that's not the way it should be mm-hmm. i mean whether no. you're a man or a woman we're both equal yeah. and we have the exact same rights and no one should control you or yeah. you know unless you're a wild child who's two you know with wielding a steak knife uh, you know are you just grabbing your daughter (laughs) (laughs) no just any random two-year-old with a steak knife but (laughs) so you know this there's times and places where you need to be in control of people yeah and as a parent is one of them but as a partner i don't want anyone to control and dictate what i'm going to do on a day-to-day basis it's a team effort yeah it's a team effort and if you are only dating um one person if you have only dated one person i'm not saying that that doesn't ever turn out because i've seen many cases where it has but when you only date the one person there's a lot more that you will tolerate and a lot more that you don't know when it comes to a committed relationship that suddenly starts to pop up and you're married and you're like oh my gosh this is concerning and i didn't see this or didn't know to acknowledge this initially so i've i've been there too (laughs) have you got any more red flag stories um when you invite someone over mm -hmm for a movie and uh they say is it okay if i spend the night because i live out of town Mm -hmm. yeah no problem and then they show up with a suitcase (gasps) that is a red flag what oh yes tell me this he showed up with a suitcase a suitcase because i had the similar story but he didn't show up with a suitcase yeah and he made it seem like he's like well it's just because i'm getting off work and i was out of camp and you know at first he had a vehicle and it was his and then all of a sudden oh no actually that was a that was a work vehicle and mine's in the shop right now and it's like okay and you know and then it's like well and i live so far away so i'm just gonna stay here i'm going back to work you know tomorrow 
and he never went back to work oh, tomorrow what and then it's like okay well i have to go to work oh well i don't have my work truck so is it okay if i just hang out here while you go yeah <laughs> ladies oh and gentlemen we have a squatter <laughs> oh, slash no. scrub. and you know what is a big red flag when you type into google how to tell if you're dating a scrub uh, because as yeah. i typed that in i went it's your date in the scrub yeah even to just ask that question it's like okay if i'm having to ask this question if i'm typing into google how to tell if you're dating a scrub mm -hmm. you're dating a scrub you are yeah and yeah and he managed to kind of weasel his way into my house and and it was good because it was a fresh relationship and it was fun and we got along and it's like okay you're right i don't want you to go and oh you do live so far away and that's fine and oh you're yeah. going back to work next week okay just hang out and then you know weeks turn into like a month and then it's oh like oh do you mind if i just borrow your credit card and, no. and it's like no i'm not really comfortable and then you know you check your balance and someone's already borrowed it and gone to the casino and put a thousand dollars on it oh my god you're being robbed by the guy who has crazy thick eyebrows who's living in your house <laughs> and who has traits of being a murderer so his nickname is murderous brows murderous brows <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah and okay. i mean at this point i was kind of because i'm born and raised in a small town i wanted yeah. to date someone that wasn't from my community yeah. something i didn't know i didn't want to have prejudgments about it yeah but this can be dangerous because yes. you don't know about their history. Yep. Whereas, you know, if you have a friend of a friend and it's like, okay, well, this guy's really nice or he just got out of a relationship. Well, you're mm. not hearing. Uh, yeah, he's beat up the last three girlfriends. Oh like gosh, he doesn't yeah. pay child support. Like he put his ex in the hospital. Like you're not hearing about any of this until it's almost too late and someone reaches out and they're like, I heard you're dating murderous brows. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's not what they called him. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I am. And they're like, you have to be careful. Like he's oh, got wow. a lot of like he's on a lot of like you know and he told me that he had you know, mental health issues but mm -hmm. he was being medicated for it but you know it's just no it was he was more unstable than he was putting it was on too. very unstable and wow. very unhealthy wow. and yeah he was serious like uh, almost a pathological liar where oh i think no. that he be believed a lot of the things he yeah. was saying yeah and it ended up um it ended because he went crazy at a wedding and then wow. uh, attacked me and then <gasps> stole my vehicle and oh my goodness <laughs> thank goodness there was a roadblock and they um, he tried to deke them out and then I came to and had to run out and ask for help. But he, I honestly think he probably would have murdered me. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh so I'm they, so if grateful if you escaped that. If they come with a duffel bag for oh a sleepover, oh red flag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That is so crazy. I know. But we do get tricked into these things so easily. Like we really do. It's so bizarre how we're like, oh yeah, okay. And you make excuses. Just stay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fine. You're just down. You're like, oh, you're going. Oh, the machines broke down. I get it. Yeah. Okay, hang out. No, no, he's been fired. He <laughs> has no job. <laughs> yes. He has no house. He lives with his parents. Oh, <laughs> but it is one of the one of the concerns about dating. If you've just moved to a new town, or if a guy is new to town for dating them, because it's like. You don't know their history. You don't know. I want your rap sheet. Yes. <laughs> well, it's, it's honestly, I have a brother in, um, or a brother-in-law that's a cop. And there has been times where I'm like, if I need you to do this, could you look this guy's name up? And he's like, well, I shouldn't. And he has never done that for me. Um, but it is, it is possible. And there's been times where it's, I've been borderline like, could you just look this up? This is weird. Look it up. 
I'm contemplating making a website like douchebags are us and you know you can put these things about people and you can type in their name and yeah. be like oh okay I uh, think you should unpaid child support oh um beat up his last girlfriend hates his mother like all these yeah. things red flags yeah yeah <laughs> no my money <laughs> I think you should I was just thinking about a Facebook page I know there's one from um around where I'm from up north um about girls getting advice about guys they've meeting online and just yeah. like ha- this guy is showing weird characteristics have you guys heard about them and it's not a place to bash men but it's a place to expose men who have who have treated them um I, unfairly just seems like an understatement yeah. um but yeah i think you should i've been considering opening a facebook page d- for down here and i just don't have the time yeah but it's i mean and then you it's a fine line too because you don't want to just have a disgruntled woman just slandering someone yes. because i've seen terrible things happen to nice yeah. innocent men when s- someone says things very so true it is hard it's almost like you just you just gotta be safe and watch yeah. out and take things slow yeah don't let them just stay at your house mm-hmm. for you know weeks at an end and just yeah you no. know and if people are in a tough situation that they've got to figure it out it's yes. not and i had to mm-hmm. really realize that with it's not my job to rescue these people yeah and it's hard when i think you have a big heart and you feel bad and oh well they're just down on their luck mm-hmm. that's up to them they yeah. need to grow and get themselves out of that situation yeah. like and sometimes by enabling them by letting them stay and protecting them from certain things or helping them out with certain things you are stunting their growth 100 percent. you are not letting them stretch their wings and build that firm foundation of that um, life experience under them and they need that they need that to be able to move on and to be able to be a healthy mature human being yeah no i totally agree but yeah and i think another thing for dating online and dating if um, a guy who's new to the community or that you are new to the community and you're dating there i think um one one piece of advice is to um, make it make it public in some way introduce your friends to this guy tell people that you're seeing him even if it's casual don't make it like facebook official or anything but like post a picture of you guys and just hanging out having drinks with friends or whatever it is because i know i did that a few a little while ago and i don't typically post pictures of me me with guys I just, I like that part of my life to be um, private. And I know a lot of people have opinions about um, that for me. And so I like it, I like to be very protective over that. But I posted this picture a little while ago of this guy and I hanging out. And someone that knew him messaged a friend of mine who then told me that this man had been very abusive to a previous ex of his. He had beat her up and hauled her downstairs. And and they they told me that. And because I posted that picture online, I was able to find that out. If I had never posted that, I probably would have started to date this guy and who knows what would have happened. And so I was very grateful for that weird lapse in judgment, apparently, in posting that picture because it actually, I, I wouldn't say saved my life, but it, it definitely changed my circumstances. And I was so grateful. Well, and it's hard, though, too, because sometimes you will confront someone about a story that someone said and they'll mm-hmm. be like, no 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 that's not what happened yeah and i know like i have i have male friends who they haven't done things but it's been blown out of proportion and they've had bad rap so it is hard yeah to sometimes 
well, is she just being crazy and saying this kind of stuff? Yeah. And a lot of times they'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. It wasn't like that. And most times, you know what? They were wrong. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that sometimes, like, I know a guy and it was totally nothing to do with him. Mm. And the woman was attacking him. But because when the cops came, you know, he's... he. They just some the, sort they, of self-defense they take the man away and sure. then it goes yeah. okay well you know sometimes the, like, the cops i find are you know they'll charge both people now with uh, i forget what it's called yeah not always like just a domestic domestic, domestic dispute and stuff yeah. too but i think a lot of the times it would happen and <laughs> the guys would always get the blame yeah. because i've seen girls go insane before and oh, start I know. Be, and then it's like and then it will go well he hit me well or he restrained me well yeah because you were just attacking him yeah. with your high heels yeah. and like <laughs> ow well i know yeah. but that's the thing and then, and then what w- are they supposed to do they're just supposed to sit there and take it and just be okay with like yeah. you know losing an eye from your stiletto like yeah <laughs> like there's one thing to strike a girl back and there's another thing to protect yourself and to yeah restrain her. but i mean that's the thing sometimes things get twisted so quickly and so it could be it's really fine or line. you know I'm, I have no idea, but I mean, say he was bringing her down. Say he was just trying to get her out of the house. Like, right. get out of my house. Yes. Well, I don't think that was the case because this seems to be yeah. like it was at a bar or something oh, from what I, I heard. Mean, that's, but you know how it's just, that's the thing that's but hard yeah. because it's really unfortunate when there actually is a decent good men out there and then they get like, you know, the bad the, rep, the bad rep of yeah. he's a woman beater. Yeah. And it's like, no. So yeah, I, I didn't even, I didn't even confront this guy about what had happened because I didn't want to hear it I'd had it's not that I'd seen red flags in him but I was just not sure if I was totally into him anyways the intuition maybe was just there because that's a big thing you don't listen to yeah and I think anytime I've dated someone with the red flags I've always had the voice being like you should run yes (laughs) run very fast yeah and and I'm like just don't it's probably just butterflies overthinking this yeah (laughs) it's probably gonna be the best thing ever and I should just jump with two feet in and like why shouldn't we start living together because he's got his (laughs) duffel bag here like it's gonna be the best it's so convenient he already brought his stuff (laughs) no need for a drawer like just have my entire house (laughs) yeah in this case I do like yeah like I said I didn't address him directly about it because I was just like I don't think I care to hear the story I don't want like I've been through enough in the recent past with abusive exes that I'm just like nope I don't even want to deal with that question being in my mind But then also, I didn't know the person who told my friend. And it was a guy, which was a huge thing for me. Because guys typically don't tell someone, in my experience, they don't tell someone that about other guys. Yeah, well, there's like a bro code. So if they're really thinking that this guy's a danger, then yeah. Yeah. So that, that is. So the fact that a guy told my friend this, and then also he knew um, firsthand. And so then I was like, okay, well... I have enough doubt myself you know there's a couple reasons why I should believe this person and so then I just I just ignored this guy he tried texting me a couple more times and I was like what's going on or question mark question mark and I just didn't reply because I'm like nope I'm not getting into a discussion about this I don't want to have to deal with this talk I don't want to have to I don't want my biggest concern was I don't want to have to like worry about 
my trusting character falling for his for lines. his lies exactly yeah. so you had to do the right thing and in this time ghosting is okay yeah <laughs> yeah it's a whole exactly. other topic but there is a time and a place to ghost yes. and this was it i agree i totally agree that is a whole entire other um podcast but i do want to talk about it but in this case it was okay yeah there are times when it's you okay. have to when yeah, it's better that way. Yeah, sorry, well, my phone broke and I changed my number. Yeah, <laughs> I got in new a fight phone. Who did? Yeah, <laughs> I got in a fight with Tellus, so now I'm with Rogers. Ah, I didn't mean to do that. Bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I was living in Calgary, I went on this date with a guy. Well, we had been chatting online for a little while, or, or and texting for a little while, and I think we even talked on the phone for like yes, that's right, we talked on the phone for like hours, a couple times. And so we're like, okay, well, this connection's really good. Like, it just seems like we could banter back and forth. And we were just, like, having fun. We had good chemistry, it felt like. And when it came down to going on a date, um, I can't remember if he ditched out on the first one. And then so we made a... I'm pretty sure that's how it happened. He ditched out on the first one for some reason. There was an excuse. And then we finally made another date to go out and meet for dinner. And he started, I got this feeling like he was going to back out of it. And I just thought, you know, I'm going to call him on it right away and just, you know, quick, fun little banter. And so I texted him like, you're not going to back out of this, are you? And he's like, well, you know, it's been a big day. And he starts going into these excuses. And I'm like, okay, we've been talking for how long now? Let's just meet up. It's really no big deal. Like, it's just dinner. It's no big deal. There's no commitment here. We're just having fun. We're just getting together face to face to see if this is even a thing. Was he married? No. No. <laughs> well, Good question. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes oh. you'll find these guys because yep. they're bored. They're out and work and they're talking, doing yeah. that. And then when it comes time to meet, it's like, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. You do some digging, find out there they are married or have a full-time girlfriend, fiance, and you're like, oh, I guess I was just your entertainment. Yes. Because there was nothing good on TV while you sat in a hotel room. It's true. So that's how I feel sometimes when things lead up and then it's like, oh, no, we can't physically meet. Yeah. No, this has totally happened before. I've had that happen before. Continue on before I cut you off. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. So how did it work? So he tried to ditch out of this one and I wouldn't let him do it. Cause I'm like, this is no, like, sorry, there's no reason for this not to work. And he's like, well, I don't have a ride. And I'm like, you literally told me you live around the corner from the restaurant. And I'm like, I'll pick you up. And he's like, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll just walk. Just meet me there. So first of all, we went to a Boston pizza. Gross. Who goes to a Boston pizza on their first date? I've been on a first date at Boston pizza. And oh. the worst thing ever was he went, I never tip. This guy knew I was a server. And no. he's like, he's like, I just don't see the point of why you would ever tip anyone <gasps> for anything. And I was like, oh, this is not going anywhere. <laughs> well, the fact that you took me to Boston Pizza as your favorite restaurant was definitely <laughs> a red flag. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> red flag number one. Red flag number two, you don't tip. Yeah. Wow. And it, I mean, it wouldn't have been a big deal if he just didn't say anything. No, because you wouldn't have known. That he actually said, I never tip anybody or when I go out anywhere, I don't see the point in it. And I was like, well, it's kind of what pays my bills. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's hilarious. Not hilarious. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, the ribs are terrible, by the way, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> um, okay. So then I go meet this guy at the Boston Pizza. He walks up and I could tell that he'd had a few to drink by the time he actually came to dinner. So red flag number one, he's drunk. 
Well, I mean, sometimes people <laughs> like to drink a little bit before they go out, <laughs> Katie. It's not always a red flag. It's fine to have a drink or two. I don't, I don't Mickey, blame anybody you, for that. You don't like a Mickey in the purse? Would that <laughs> be a red flag for you? <laughs> that like, might be a red flag, yes. <laughs> I guess I might be a red flag kind of lady then. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't have a Mickey and he didn't have a purse. <laughs> <laughs> so those are bonuses, I guess. He also wasn't you, Lisa, who's going on a first date just drinking in the, in the parking lot with your brown oh paper my bag goodness you get nervous sometimes okay okay, okay. back when i dated i was a ner- it's a nervous thing <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm glad you l- also learned some personal lessons along the way um so anyways he shows up within the date like i'm not even d- gonna describe the date itself but within the date he did a pole dance type grinding on a bar bar chair at boston pizza at boston this pizza. is at boston, a family restaurant a family boston. restaurant there were probably children around um drawing on their spaghetti monster pictures <laughs> this is just <laughs> inappropriate because he was clearly wasted from his fanny pack mickey yes exit <laughs> fanny pack yeah <laughs> um he also broke a wine glass with his teeth he grabbed the wine glass in a with a bite oh like trying to be sexual i don't know what he was trying to do but it broke off in his mouth <laughs> was he bleeding Ah, uh, no he wasn't bleeding he uh, what else happened i forget what actually happened at the at the, that was at dinner and then we go i go to drive him home oh i just shake my head at the girl i was at this point in my life because i'm like okay i should have walked away why wasn't i walking away like there was so many because you're conditioned to be polite and you're conditioned to be nice even if you didn't see it going somewhere you're still going to be a kind person and make sure that someone gets home safe because so it's that's the thing you know you're nice you you hadn't like turned into a completely jaded bitch where now i'm not saying you're a bitch but now i know (laughs) if someone pisses me off i'm like see you fucking later yeah there's there's a lot of things i just won't tolerate anymore i still do tolerate some things that i shouldn't be tolerating but there is a i have a line that's a lot because of terrible past experiences <laughs> yes it's so great how terrible things just you know make you a better person you have to experience it to more jaded but better yes <laughs> <laughs> you have but you have to go through this stuff in order to know when to stand up for yourself 100%. especially as a woman mm-hmm. i think just think there's a huge huge thing there but yeah so then i drive him home i parked outside of his home and by the somehow by the time he got out of the vehicle like i swear to god nothing happened between him and i but just him getting out of the vehicle somehow his dick was outside of his pants i don't know if his pants were too low i don't know what happened there was he throwing his one-eyed monster at your window like good night no he's like oh sorry i didn't know how that happened and but he kind of laughed at, about it and i'm like this is the most bizarre experience i've I, ever I had i feel like your dick is attached to your body you pretty much it's not like it's just a random amputee thing that just like pops out of somewhere it's not like oh my wallet fell out like oh no my dick's out of my pants yeah like, like first you of know all your dick's out of your pants sir it's not like i mean i'm pretty well aware of my titties right out of my shirt i mean areola maybe not but a whole titty i know if my whole titty's out of my shirt yes and first of all like where are your underwear (laughs) (laughs) he probably had a skid mark after he did his bump and grind and had to throw his underwear in boston pizza like (laughs) it's very possible oh my lord (laughs) just a little where are your underwear (laughs) where is your belt 
And if you don't have a belt, why are your pants that bloody low when you're not wearing underwear? I just think of the chafage of your like testes and your like, you know, your dick on jeans. Were they jeans or was he wearing sweatpants? No, it was jeans. Jeans. That's a lot of chafage on your manhood. That's a lot of like, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine just slipping that in a zipper. Oh, stop. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> so anywho it's like i am absolutely ashamed to say that i actually ended up dating this guy for three months <laughs> <laughs> i guess like, what he was packing wasn't that bad then if he if the, maybe that's why he did it he's like this went terrible i'm gonna just slip out my dick and hopefully she'll like it like honestly i don't know what happened there i don't know what happened because i and i don't know i was in a really bad place in life i I was fresh out of a marriage and so was way more tolerant than I needed to be. Like, I don't know what I was doing and I don't he know. He was a rebound. Continue. Yeah. Well, he was one of them. He was a rebound and you got to see the goods before he had to like, you know, date it. So maybe it wasn't bad. Maybe that, <laughs> maybe well, you were I like, didn't look and that's you another didn't look. No, I didn't. I was so humiliated that I was just like, Oh no, that's fine. Whatever. And he got out and left. But here's another thing is that we never actually had sex. Oh. Because he told me, and this is red flag number 100 with this guy. Um, although at the time I didn't see it as that, but it kind of just tweaked some questions. But he told me at the time, he's like, I just want to let you know I don't want to sleep with you for around three months. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, does that mean he has like an STD? Does that mean he's in like an AA program or um, an NA? What's that? Or, yeah, NA. Or, NA? Or, but I mean, usually it's not a three month thing. Usually they say a year and that's, I mean, if you're sober and stuff, but I, are you a recovering sex addict? Yeah, or I, I mean, I feel like anytime anyone's the one time someone was like, I want to wait, it was because they had an STD. Um, right. So yeah. So that was a red flag for me. But at the same time, I was like, most of them, most of me was thinking, oh my goodness, that's so sweet. He wants to wait. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. He doesn't, he wants to get to know me. Yeah. Yeah. And Red then, flag. He wants to get to know you and not do you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that itself was not a red flag, but the fact of this guy with all of these other like issues was then saying that I was like, maybe, well, maybe he, there's more to this. He than probably had ED. Sweet. Maybe he what? just could. Oh, erectile. what was that? <laughs> you know, I know what that is. When the blood flow doesn't go. <laughs> no, but why would he have to wait three months then? There maybe was a to, maybe to get a prescription for Viagra. You never know. There, he had to wait three months because he was addicted to drugs and they wouldn't let him have Viagra because of his addiction for three months. I mean, we could make up stories. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a great justifier, right? Yes. I can justify anything. Like, oh, we, we're, we're gonna have to call him on the phone. Like, hey, it's just Katie and Lisa. Yes. We just want to know why you wanted to wait three months. <laughs> yeah. Like. By the way, you're being recorded. <laughs> if you could just let us know, that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. No, like on like, and I look back and think, oh, that's so sad. Like I tolerated all of that on a first date that's supposed to be nice and fun and casual and like, you know, whatever. I tolerated all that crap. But you talked to him for a long time before and you probably Maybe. made up a person in your mind that you wanted because... So I was dating the potential. You were dating the... Yeah. He's so sweet. And like with text messages, I know when someone's not mad at me and it's like, 
hey how's your day and i'm like oh hey how's your day but if i know that person i'm mad at them it's like hey how's your day yeah and i'm like why you gotta act like that like why you gotta be so angry asking me how my day is and yeah. it's like so when you're happy you'll just make up all these like different yes. tones and oh and then we talk true. on the phone and he's gonna be great and you make up this little story in i your do head. i'm a big story maker yeah. i will i believe I in potential just humans in general yeah we want to see the best in people we do and we just make up these little like yeah these little stories in our head about what actually is happening and how they mean it and what they actually meant and that's why we avoid and don't look at red flags when they hit us straight in the face because we've made up a story in our mind that makes us think that this is okay because this is what i've already pictured three months down the road that we're going to be at this point and it's okay just ignore that little thing because it's just a little bump and everything will be fine yeah and that's why because we want to see the best in people and we want the best for us Mm -hmm. and that's very true unfortunately it just doesn't happen because some people just garbage yeah well they just are a big red flag (laughs) like and we need to walk away like there's some life lessons they need to go through in order to be a better human being they are not if they're presenting these red flags that early on in a relationship for one thing then it's something that doesn't need to be addressed by that new person it's something that needs to be walked away from yeah unless you're getting paid 80 dollars an hour to be a a therapist (laughs) don't take that on no because you can't fix these people i don't have a degree so i don't know why i ever thought i could fix anyone in the past but what yeah that there was a meme that's been going around saying like girls need to remember that they are not yeah um, you want a partner yeah they're not meant to they're what is that saying it's that they're not the julia roberts one right like you don't need a project you need a partner yes which yeah. is true yeah exactly you and girls don't need to rescue you are not this guy's therapist Mm-mm. like you are this guy's partner this guy's re- you know girlfriend you're not there to save him yeah that's one thing i struggle with yeah, <laughs> i know it's but i think it's almost a thing that happens as a woman you want to nurture mm-hmm. and take care of it it's like a motherly instinct like mm-hmm. i don't want to see this little baby duck with a broken wing let me fix your wing so you can fly <laughs> yeah. and it's like he's a penguin he's never gonna fly whether <laughs> that wing is broken or not <laughs> yeah <laughs> let him sit on that pebble and wait for the next penguin to come because <laughs> it's not you love oh dear that's so funny yeah that's so true um do you have any other red flag stories that you wanted to share you don't have to um i'm sure i have more red flag stories i don't know if i can think of any dramatic ones right off the top um i think we'll have to save them for another podcast because okay that's totally I, fine I, I mean i i i gave you a few good ones but oh my goodness, i've really got so ones. many more nicknamed men <laughs> that there's oh my gosh, so I, many more i can't wait to hear honestly i love your nicknames they're so funny oh yeah we got chapstick uh, chicken carcass um, <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i need to hear these stories there's so many good stories mm. i know I and wonder, I, I nickname guys too like i actually have um exes in my phone that i will have nicknames for so that when they call i'll know not to answer that because it is so and so i keep them in my phone specifically for that reason yeah because otherwise you got this random number calling you you're like oh who is this and then you realize it's this crazy ex that you should have blocked so (laughs) sometimes it's good to you know just to look back and be like look at how far i've come yeah oh my goodness i've gone from chapstick and now (laughs) i'm 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 way up there for murderous eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) what are your nicknames now don't actually tell me i don't have any nicknames see it has to be the relationship 
has to be ended for me to have a nickname yes. for you because they're usually not nice. It's <laughs> it's never. Oh, well, I mean, there was one guy I dated and I called him Mr. Incredible, but it wasn't because oh. he was incredible. It was because he kind of had the face of Mr. Incredible <laughs> from the thing. So I kind of call him that. But he was a very nice guy and yes. it was probably one of the most normal relationships I ever had. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh. So obviously, I mean, because it was so normal and nice, I broke up with him for no apparent reason and <laughs> walked away because <laughs> this oh. is weird. This is going too well. Oh, you, you're nice and have a, re- a regular job and you don't have any issues i'm bored bye mm-hmm. like so that but i mean at the same time when i look back i'm like it wasn't right for me and just yeah. because i mean it was nice it was mm-hmm. a normal relationship and mm-hmm. i walked away with it and we both liked each other still yeah but i mean it doesn't make for a great podcast story but no <laughs> no but i mean that is a whole nother topic right is like we do walk away from the good guys why do we walk away from the good guys there's like it's yes yeah, sometimes it's not meant to be yeah. But like sometimes it's good and easy for a reason yeah. because it's good because it's easy and that is and, good. And, and that's we're what it's supposed to be. And you're like, this isn't hard yeah. enough for me. Um, we're used to all that drama. We're used to this, like, you know, having to solve these problems. We're used to this like tension or friction. And so, or the bad boys, you know, causing the problems. And so when we have a good guy that comes along, it's really hard to accept that affection and love and that good circumstance. Well, and you're waiting for the shoe to drop. You're like, okay, something's Mm going to happen here because things can't go this good. So then you're kind of, and then you know what? You end up self-sabotaging it because that's what I'll do. I'll be like, oh, you're really great. You're really nice. I don't like you. Oh, look at your friend. Hello. Like, you know, and you end up destroying something that was decent because you're like, this isn't, this isn't chaotic enough for me. Yeah. So. So, I've uh, done that in my own ways, absolutely. Where you, you do it unconsciously, you do it unconsciously yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll have to talk about that a different time. Oh, definitely. That sounds like a really good segue into a new, <laughs> new podcast. <laughs> Destroying things that are decent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the podcast name. Destroying things that are decent. So we're gonna close off this podcast episode of Unsolicited, the episode on red flags. Make sure you follow us on Twitter on Instagram and on Facebook and we're posting different things to all of those platforms all of the time and then also tune in for the next episode if you guys want to help us um, get the word out there about our podcast and um, this little project of ours please um, screenshot this podcast send it to a couple friends and also make sure you pop by um, Spotify SoundCloud or iTunes in order to leave a rating and review that really helps us to get the word out there about this fun podcast about modern dating. Thank you for joining us today and we will chat to you next time. 